When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Post. Hey. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Creators Outlet. Back with our friend John Hervey from Oh Incorporated Comics. That's right. I should know because I got the PDF sitting up over here. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the link. So there's first linkage. question. Uh Indiegogo. Shadow Band are just unpopular. Maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. A little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if I have a, have enough of a following to be shadow banned, but maybe that's a possibility. I should check. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think it takes much. Yeah. Uh, I've seen other people, like, you know, weren't associated with certain people in the, uh, you know, in the circles and – you know, within 24 hours, nobody could find the campaign. Yeah, it's absurd. You know, it's it's basically they don't want comics on their platform anymore. They only want big high ticket items that they can that they can cash in on, and they have no inkling of fixing anything in their coding or programming or. Yeah, I've I've come to that. Uh, I know that that realization has been out there, but I have experienced it personally. So they don't have to worry. I will not. It will not be another campaign on Indiegogo for, for Beyond Time, that's for sure. Now, the the next thing to address is the fact that um, the tightening of the belts in the economy. Absolutely. Thanks to uh, Mr. Soft Serve Ice Cream Brain. 
And uh, that's that doesn't look like that's going to get any better anytime soon. Not yeah. at all. I mean, yeah, we've got we've got inflationary issues. We're going to have probably more employment issues. Um, you know, it's 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 tough. And I get it. You know, I get it too. I mean, we're all impacted by it. I mean, I'm definitely not consuming as many books as I was consuming previously. Uh, me neither. I haven't I haven't had a pull list in about three years. Yeah. Um, I let my last one go. Um, not too long after uh, a certain writer at DC thought it was a good idea to turn Batman into a social justice warrior. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I'm all done with you. Well, you know what the good thing about that is? is it makes your choice easy. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, that's you know, you don't want my dollars, that's fine. Yeah, I went from bitching about books being five ninety nine to uh, going to crowdfunding and gladly paying twenty five dollars a whack for a, for a graphic novel or you know fifteen yeah. bucks for a for a floppy you know, whatever they are. Definitely different economics. Oh, yeah. It's not the books that are expensive now. It's the shipping. The shipping is insane. The shipping is out of control. And uh, that's one of the reasons why with our campaign, we at least, we were originally going to fulfill in December, but that's the most expensive time to do it. And Mm -hmm. most probability of your stuff getting lost. Yes. Just a bad combination. So we pushed out the fulfillment for till January. That's you know. better that way. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The best thing to get in January is a new comic. Yeah. Because all the other things showing up in your mailbox are bills. Are bills, exactly. So. You're getting, you're getting, <laughs> that's 100% true. So at least you're, get, at least you're getting something. I, know, you know, I, got a, I live in a subsidized apartment. And, you know, trying to survive on SSI, that's a lot of fun, let me tell you. Uh, And I just signed, you know, the lease for another year. Mm -hmm. And within the hour, within the hour, I got a letter shoved through my door telling me about my $100 increase. Wow. They did not take, waste any time in doing that, did they? Nope. Uh, luckily, I found through somebody that used to be a tenant here, there's these little electronic boxes that you can buy off of Amazon for like 20 or $30 mm-hmm. for, for like a four pack. Because uh, the electric here, I got to pay all the utilities by myself. So they're pretty damn pricey. Yeah. Why most people's electric bill goes up is because it's not deadline electric current going through the house mm-hmm. it's spiking here it's spiking there these boxes eliminate the spikes oh really my electric bill a couple of months ago came in was 375 dollars yeah my electric bill came in today it was 108 there you go so it's supposed to cut your electric bill by like 30%. And you got this box, you got this box on Amazon? Yep. You have to I'll, I'll send you a link. Yeah, you gotta send me a link for that. 
Poppy needs to share some, uh, you know, save some money as well. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, uh, so I saved a hundred dollars of my electric bill and got to add it onto my rent. Yay! There you go. <laughs> it's like one hand to the other. Luckily, I don't live in California, but sadly, I don't live in California to have that winning one point seven three billion dollar winning ticket for the Powerball. Man, <sighs> golly! And if the person that won that doesn't immediately pack up all their crap and get out of California. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, bring, it, bring us up to date. I'm almost completely back up to date because I'm in, on issue three. Yes. The big glorious dragon scene. Absolutely. Uh, so bring us up to uh, where volume two is going to start off at. All right. So volume two, you've pretty much gotten up to there. Volume two is going to pick up uh, with uh, our protagonist, Jen Fong. She's the black tiger. She's um, this is a power that's been handed down to her through her family, uh, though she was unaware of it previously. And she is on a quest. She's on a quest like any good martial arts movie for, for redemption for uh, she's trying to redeem the name of her family, the Fong name, because her father, in that first, in that volume that you read, he's basically posthumously defamed as a cop. Um, and the name of the Black Tiger has already been drugged through the mud. So the Black Tiger name has been defamed. Her family name has been defamed. <laughs> and then in this second volume, which is fundamentally the next three issues or the last three issues of the six-issue story arc, uh, you get to... Uh, get a little bit more of a face to the villains here. So you see more, you see Black Tiger going toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe against the uh, Five Fingers of Death, and you start to get more of connectivity of kind of who the, who the head of that organization is. Um, and then, you know, so, so now Black Tiger is starting to, to div, dig a little bit deeper into the mystery and figure out, you know, why her family's been targeted, why she's been targeted. Now, I listened to the trailer earlier, and I have to tell you, you sound funny on this trailer. That's because that's my wife. Oh, okay. That's 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 much better. You feel better about that? Yeah, I thought I was like kind of like holding myself really tightly while I was. <laughs> you know, I was like. We live in a strange world. That doesn't sound like John at all. I know. You're like, what happened to that guy? You know, we so, do live in a strange world, so you just don't know. Oh, you know, you yeah. just don't know. Um, I think my favorite uh, video meme that went like viral like instantly was, uh, have you seen the Candace Owen video where she's very pregnant talking at the college? Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that one. <laughs> um, well, Give me a second, because this is this is worth. You can find it. Oh yeah, this is this is so worth it. Come on, load up. There we go. Dum, 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 dum. I'm all for it. I'm all for high quality content. <laughs> Let's 
so good though. No. Somebody turned around and uh, took the old Chris Farley uh, sequences of him being a Chippendale. Uh huh. It was having to having to uh, get a second job just to make ends meet. It's getting tougher. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is that's the sad truth. Yeah. And the, uh, like, I live in Massachusetts, so the uh, surviving in Massachusetts requires two jobs and a little fraud on the side. Right? Oh, my goodness. It is It is serious. I mean, my my wife and I just found out that one of our cars, the transmission is, is, oh, uh, is, is giving up the ghost. So it's like our, we've, our cars are, we'll call them vintage. So, <laughs> I had those cars. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a polite way to call them. They're vintage cars. So now we're gonna have to uh, to be in the market for another vehicle, which I'm not looking forward to at all. Hopefully, another vintage one because you can still repair those without having somebody you know, electronically recall it back to the dealership. I was about to say, oh, yeah, or even just like, you know, take you for a joyride. You're not trying to go on or just turn your car off. Turn your car off. Turn your, you know, shut your brakes down. Yeah. It's funny. You, you, you look at all these different sci-fi movies and like so many things have like come to pass, but it's like, that was a feature that was never in there because it's idiotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's just a straight, it's like, it's just a straight Marxist, you know, feature to have in the car. <laughs> it's just, why would you want to even do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's just crazy. Someone can just, you know, they just turn their car off remotely, you know? Seriously? No, thank it you. Was, it was just, uh, you know, it's just crazy the way they go about doing stuff. I think it's going to get crazier, Will. Yeah, I know. Well, what we're doing, while I'm doing that, let's play the trailer. Welcome Beyond Time Travelers. We're excited to bring you the final 88-page chapter in the Black Tiger Hidden Dragon story arc, where the rubber meets the road as assistant defense attorney Jen Fogg must balance her career and personal life with her blossoming power and responsibilities as Black Tiger. Jen must survive an insidious game of death and a lethal encounter with the Metahuman Activities Division of the Los Santos Police Department as the city streets run ablaze with criminal activity. Along with pulse-pounding action, this graphic novel reveals inconceivable truths about the Black Tiger power, ranging from ancient Mayan civilization to feudal Japan. Picking up where Volume 1 left off, Jen must go farther, dig deeper, and bring it with more bone-crushing kung fu than ever before in order to save the city of Los Santos and restored the disgraced names of both the Fong family and the Black Tiger. 
For those of you who are new to Black Tiger, this campaign is a great jumping on point as it contains nearly 350 pages of comic book awesomeness with two complete six issue Black Tiger story arcs, Legacy of Fury and Hidden Dragon. Start at the beginning with the 172-page epic, Black Tiger Legacy of Fury, in which Pak Bong, the prior Black Tiger, has a strained relationship with his children. His daughter Jen is a straight-as-an-arrow assistant DA, whom Pak has inadvertently lost in the shuffle as he focuses his attention on his prodigal son, Eric. Unbeknownst to Jen, Eric is the heir to the Black Tiger power and an enforcer in the Red Dragon Triad, the most brutal gang in Chinatown. When an assassin's bullet ends Pac's life and grants the power to Eric, the family is shattered. Pac's web of secrets drives brother and sister onto separate journeys that collide as the fate of the city and the mantle of the Black Tiger hangs in the balance. All production is 100% complete as we continue our mission to bring you the very best in comic book entertainment. Join us for Boundless Imagination. Is that the uh, interview in the background? No, that's that's my girlfriend watching TV. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. But I found it. It's like a 30-second clip. There it is. So you, you see the the freakazoid up top. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Trans students on this campus who feel actively victimized by your presence here. Life's tough. Get a helmet, man. I'm too pregnant for this. Next question. That's awesome. That's awesome. Somebody, somebody edited that with like better audio. But somebody edited that with the thug life thing at the end. So uh, the, the sunglasses drop on her. <laughs> I'm like, That's, that is, I mean, man, our educational system has gone to pot. Gotta be joking me. Well, Carlin was right. Uh, they were only made to make dummies to uh, run the machines. Yeah. They don't want anybody to think on their own. Yeah. Here, let's be a victim today. No, thank you. Man, it's uh, it's amazing, especially having uh, having you know one one kid that's in high school, two kids in high school, but you know one that's a junior. I mean, it's 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 not a it's not a it's not a small deal. I mean, you look at these schools and you're just like, man, this isn't even worth it. You know, the indoct the indoctrination, the brainwashing. You know all this, all this junk that they're trying to throw down these kids' throats. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Well, that's the agendas, the agendas are obscene. So I, I, I brought back up the campaign page, but we had finished the video, mm -hmm. and I put it back down to like normal size, and it, you know, it's got your logo and Black Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, but the video it's showing is for uh, Billy Tucci's uh, She on the Miss Volume One. Hey, how'd that happen? I don't know, but uh, I think he owes you money now. Thank you. Hey, Billy. <laughs> That's all right, Billy. I take different forms of payment. It's all good. Just a free cameo will be fine. <laughs> 
Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, just looking the campaign, I mean, it's like all these things that you said are, are true. You know, there's the economy, there's the platform. Um, there's just so much afoot right now. Yeah. You know, and, you know, at this point, just continue to share and, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to go for another 30 days and, and then, you know, the good thing is we'll be able to fulfill. That's the most important thing. And then uh, going for the next campaign, just kind of reassessing, in terms of, I mean, it's like the platforms are problematic. Fund My Comic is definitely, uh, you know, a, a probably a great opportunity, you know, for getting books out there. Um, but I'm seeing it across the, across the board, you know. Yeah. People's no people's numbers are suffering across the board. Yeah. When even when even the big names are down like thousands of dollars in their campaigns. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, real. You know, all of a sudden, you know, gas is five dollars a gallon out here, which means it's like ten in California. Right, exactly. And it's just, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah. So no. your feet your featured tier is uh Renee's cover. Yeah, yeah. Rini did did a great job with uh, with that cover. I mean the line arts by Rini and then the colors, uh, a guy named Charles who was an artist one. He's the one that did the uh, volume one cover with the uh, the painted cover, the digitally painted cover with the dragon, black tigers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's he's an amazing uh, artist. All the I mean, line artist and colorist. But I knew I needed some really just special colors to really accentuate Rini's uh, line art here, and he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, she's awesome too because. You know, I I never call her by her name. I always call her Giggles. <laughs> that's that's a why. I don't know why, but I have no idea why. <laughs> it's like I know you're not, but you remind me of everybody in high school that I used to choke with. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's awesome. She's uh, that I mean, she is she is bubbly, and she's an amazing amazing uh, talent. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, I've got Phoenix Volume One. I haven't uh, gotten around to getting Volume Two yet, but you know, money. No, absolutely, absolutely. I got uh, on Fun My Comics. She ran the two point five campaign, so I got two and two point five. That may oh, be nice. one of the that may be one of the last books I backed. I mean, like yourself, money. Yeah, obviously. money. You know. Um, I want it. I want to get on uh, Steve Rude's uh, Nexus Kickstarter, mm. but I'm a little confused because of the wording that he used writing up the new book. Okay, and the actual description on the on the campaign it says hardcover. Mm -hmm. But in the title of the campaign, it says TPV. Okay. Um, Is there a hardcover option or? No. Interesting. There's one hardcover <laughs> option, but it's it's for, which I think is the, uh, the complete Nexus run. It's like 304 pages. That's a hardcover option. Okay. Uh, that's an add-on that you can get 
um, like at, at like half price because it's you know. How, how many issues of Nexus were there? <clears throat> oh, I know over sixty. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Like I've gotten a bunch. Like my friend that I uh, co-host Boomer with, um, he'll pick stuff up. You know, or if he get if he gets like extras, or like he'll be like, "Hey, I'm at this, I'm at this vintage like secondhand store. They got a bunch of comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of Nexus in here, a bunch of Johnny Quest. I go, are they dollar books? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all I'm all about that dollar dumpster diving. Hey, that dollar bin. Let's go. You know. I'm so old. I remember when they were quarter boxes. <laughs> oh, four books for a dollar. I remember. Just... I remember when they went from twenty-five to thirty-five. It's kind of wow. Bummed. You don't look that old. I am though. I just turned. I turned fifty-three in uh, November. I mean, in uh, October. Oh well, happy birthday! Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Oh. I will, I will be there, right with you uh, next month. There you go. So you've got you've got a uh, a bevy of interesting characters. Yes. Some in some very odd garb. So those are those those gentlemen standing on the grate are the five fingers of death. Mm-hmm. They're basically being lowered into this cage of death. There's a lot of death going on in here. Uh, for a death match, nonetheless. So uh, against Black Tiger and Onryu. So starting from the right and going towards the left, you have uh, the Screamador, who's a Filipino stick fighter. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Pugilist, who's a British boxer. Then you have, uh, I call him Ogbu Madu. He is an African wrestler. Uh, then you have a... Uh, Basically, a uh, Shaolin uh, 36 Chambers uh, martial artist, Chinese martial artist, and then on the far end, a Shinobi. And those guys I used to are love that game. the Five Fingers of Death. Shinobi, not Five Fingers. Yeah, no. Because <laughs> I, I was the, the British boxer had, had me, I'm like, what in the Roman Empire is this guy wearing? Wearing headgear. Yeah. It but it looks steel to wearing, me. I'm like and he's wearing and he's wearing padding on a, on on around his uh, chest and around his his midsection. He's ready to go. He's ready to fight. You can't do what I do. I don't wear hockey pads. <laughs> and the uh, the, the Shaolin uh Made me made me think of Raiden, right up. Yeah, there. yeah. He's got he's got the hat, you know, which is which is very classic. And then Black Tiger and Andrew were down there on the floor. Um, they were they were fighting each other until uh, Mastermind behind this whole game of death decided to up the ante and lower the five fingers of death into the cage. Yeah, because. Uh... Not Black Tiger, but the other girl is psychotic. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's like, you want a rat for me? Sure. 
Okay, now that you told me all you know, you're going to die. Now you're going to die. And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. 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 Killing is useless to me, so. Killing, killing is her solution. Yeah. Killing is the answer for her. A lot of great action, well choreographed. Getting to work with Rod is always a, a treat. You know, we really, we really look to, uh, you know, really want to captivate people's attention with the art. That's what comics are made for. This yeah. is uh, members of the organizatia. So they're, uh, these are a couple of uh, bionic chicks. They're Russian lieutenants, and they're, as you can tell, they hate each other, uh, but they work for that one man, uh, FC Timoviev. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's letting them have their little girl fight, but he said no guns. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was looking, I was like, whoa, the the scene early on in volume one where she just lifts like this ginormous crate off the back of a truck. That's right. She is the uh she's basically the uh Russian Jamie Summers. I'm just like that's strong. Yeah, yeah. In in that fight scene where Black Tiger ends up hopping on top of the crate. Reminded me of the opening scene from Netflix's Daredevil where he's jumping down off the shipping crates. Nice. Nice and nice. And then, uh, you know, there's an excellent car chase scene. Got a little helicopter mayhem in there as well. Who doesn't like a fast car? That's right. That's right. I'm telling you, this this issue's got this, – this story arc has everything in it. Fast cars – Fighting Best women. <laughs> Absolutely. In the, in the fighting sense. Right? Fast fighting fems. Say that five times fast. And just, uh, it's, this is basically, this is basically issues 10, 11, and 12 of Black Tiger. If you have Legacy of Fury and Hidden Dragon. So we are well into the lore and the mythos of the story. So these three issues, they are action-packed, absolutely action-packed. If somebody wants to get um, the full, the full, the full um, Monty of Black Tiger, it's available here. You have almost 350 pages of comics. You get Legacy of Fury, which is 172 pages, and then you get Volumes 1 and 2 of Hidden Dragon. You will, have, uh, you will be uh, complete. You'll have... Black Tiger complete. And there's other series from Beyond Timing that you can also get added on. Absolutely. There's six issues of Magna, uh, The Last Pantheon, so that's a complete story arc. <laughs> there are three issues so far of um, The Posse, Fugitives, more of that to come. And I have another six issue story arc that all the line work is completed. The majority, let's say uh, five, six of the Colors and letters are completed. And I'm thinking about just releasing in one big giant graphic novel instead of splitting it up. Yeah. Just really give people their money's worth. Like 25 bucks, you get, you know, 132 pages of story. So you'll probably get 100 and, you know, all in with galleries and stuff like that. You'll probably get, you know, 150 something pages you know, to keep you amused. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can you can look at this uh, line work by Rod. I mean, he did an amazing, amazing job. I mean, this this story takes you everywhere. Here here we're in a uh, 
Mayan rot. So uh, you know, you're learning more about uh, the Black Tiger power, and you're learning it concurrently with Jin. So you're kind of going on a, uh, an adventure discovery with her, and as she's learning things, you're learning things as the reader. Yeah, Rod does just awesome work. Yeah, he does. He does amazing line work, and uh, the colorist, uh, his name is Vinicius Townsend. You can tell just, just fabulous, you know, because it's really hard. You know, having when you have a, an artist like Rod, it's hard to, to color and not take away from what he has. Yeah. You know, so it's like you want to come away from it not feeling like, oh, man, you know, I'd rather see this in black and white. And there have been there have been um, asks for this being in black and white. And I, I don't know. I may do something. I mean, I'm going to have with this campaign, I'm going to have the equivalent of 12 issues. So maybe I'll do like a black and white compendium kind of a thing, you know, put it on more like newspaper. An yeah. artist version. Absolutely. So that's a thought. Yeah. And, you know, I drool every time I see one of those artist versions. One, because I wish I had money to buy even one of them. <laughs> yeah. And two, because it just, you know, you're not just looking at like, a book that you might have it that you might be looking at in the original you're looking at in the original scans and plates from their original you know physical pages with all the line notes and everything in there yeah um i mean even seeing something new like that uh like like the mcfarlane one with uh you know from his original venom line mm -hmm. uh, is is like you know glorious and impressive you know, impressive, but when you see something that they announced the other week where they released Dave Stevens Oh! Rocketeer Artist Edition. What? And I'm like, can I rent out my kid for a couple of days or something? I, I need There's, to get this money. <laughs> it's funny, there was somebody had posted uh, who and asked who are your top five artists. I put Dave Stevens as one of them. Oh, I, yeah. think, I think I got like a, a who response. I'm like, really? You idiot. <laughs> really? When, when I was a teenager, I used to stalk his wife. <laughs> Not actually stalk people. Relax. Yeah. There was no internet when I was a kid. Right, exactly. There's no means There's no I, means to do any of that. I, I used to buy Scream Queen Illustrated just to just to find Brink. And then they did the, then she did like a couple of different comic books. Not stalking mm. now. Oh no, like now, oh, we can stalk anybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, I'm just a follower. No, not a stalker. Uh, yeah, internet's made it too easy for folks. I still have uh, the, they did uh, Brink of Destruction was the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did the cover. He did one of the covers for. Her. Okay. But I've got I've got a double signed copy of the book. I even have still encased in plastic. I think uh, it's probably chipping away because it's like forty years old. But um, she actually did a reading of the book. Is that right? On cassette tape. 
kids cassette tapes came out before CDs. Absolutely. Oh, CDs are what we used to get MP3s from. Okay, now we're all good. I still prefer vinyl. Uh, the vinyl is vinyl is where it's at still. Oh yeah. But yeah, so I I thought I thought like you know that stuff was great. I used to watch her screen queen movies all the time because mm -hmm. why not? Because Brink Stevens. Yeah, and I'm like. She's got the coolest husband. They're divorced. Awesome. <laughs> you know, all the classlessness that I have, you know? <laughs> no, but uh, Dave Stevens, my buddy, uh, his, my buddy had the, had all this rocketeer work. And I was just, I was just going through that book. I was like, this is just amazing. Um, you know? Speaking of which, uh, no, there it is. Yep, with Betty Page. I picked this up, and it's like all five of the original stories. That's awesome. With an introduction by Harlan Ellison. I picked this up uh, in a Facebook auction for $5. Wow. And I'm like, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yep. Darth Maul guards him and all that. Oh, who's that? Who's that? Look at another. Jeez. Oh, that was me. Never mind. <laughs> I get scared easy. And volume two cover options. Yeah. So there are three there's the Rini cover. There's the Rob Looper cover. That cover, that's the first time I used an interior splash page for a cover, but that that page is just so awesome. I was like, that's got to be a cover. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the last one. Uh, so, I mean, a little secret about the covers. Uh, since each of these volumes is is three issues, each issue has its own cover. So, so covers four, five, and six actually go from right to left. So issue four, so like when you read them, you'll be reading them. If you're reading them on Global Comics, you'll see them as issues four, five, and six. Issue four yeah. is is right there with her uh, her cheeks pressed up against the uh, the uh, the glass of the uh, of that Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And um, then issue five is the Maze of Death, and then issue six is the Rini cover. Nice. Yeah. And you go, you can't go wrong because when you get the, uh, if anyone picks up the physical graphic novel, I put the gallery inside so you have all three covers. I never want somebody to feel like, man, I, you know, I didn't get something, you know. It's like, yeah, you pick which one's gonna be on your cover, but you'll you'll get all three images. You'll be able to see everything. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember when uh, Randy put out the 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 Arrow anthology uh, a couple of year, a couple of years back. And they whittled down to four covers, so they released two different books, all the same on the inside, and they put a cover on the front and the back mm -hmm. of like each one. And there was one cover in particular I wanted, so I gifted the other the other copy to uh, a friend of mine. Nice. That's nice. There's a lot of cool indie stuff in there. Check it out. And this is the team. The team. 
Rod with the amazing line work, Rini with, with her amazing cover. Just, you know, great people, great professionals, great folks to work with. Just this whole project has just been an absolute, just, just a blast, you know. And then my boss down there in the corner. Yeah. Always keeping an eye on you. <laughs> Always watching. And that was uh, that image was actually a wraparound from uh, the first printing of Legacy of Fury. Um, I was I was absurdly ambitious. I was just being I, I I was not being economical at all. I just wanted I was like as a comic book geek, I wanted to make a hardcover. So uh, those that got that hardcover, I mean, you know, we delivered it. But man, I I paid through the nose for that hardcover. Because it was just, we just didn't have the, we didn't have the uh, um, critical mass, you know, to bring down the yeah. price points on it, you know. But, you know, I still love the fact that I did it. I, that somebody, oh, it was um, Eric Guapo keeps asking me, when are you going to read? I'm like, that's not happening. You know, <laughs> I was like, I, I do not have the fan base to try and produce a hardcover anything. It's like, but with that, you didn't care. You're like, I know I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to put out hard hardcover, and it's going to have a gate full of cover. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you're going to do it, then let's do it. Yeah. You know? My mother, my mother used to say, you either go all the way or, or you just forget about it. Yeah. It was it was in reference to every couple of weeks I would injure myself as a child and be in oh, So that's what, that's what it was about. <laughs> He's like, you're, you You just got to go all in. You got to do it. Yeah, forgot to brush my teeth one night. It's like, uh, I know you didn't. Get back, spin, spin around and get back in there. I spun around and I hit my little pinky toe on the corner of the wall. Break it? And split it right up oh, the middle. Oh, my gosh. Split it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Man. That cover was the one that was digitally painted by Artisita One, the one that Colored the Rini cover. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, yeah, just high quality stuff. This was this was on uh, on Rod's line work, Rod Looper's line work. Yeah, like I turned, I I tuned in the night you were on Bancroft, mm -hmm. and he brought Rod on first, and he's like, "Rod Looper's here." I'm like, damn, that name, and then you popped up. I go, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now." <laughs> Exactly. And this is good stuff from uh, volume one. Yeah, I just read this. Yeah. Good good, uh, good action in the Amazon right there. As she fights a master capoeira. Yeah, here's, here's the, uh, the scene that made me think of that first episode of Daredevil. Yeah, and there's there's Svetlana holding up that uh, that humongous crate. Even when you Black know. Tiger jumps on it, even when Black Tiger jumps on it, doesn't flinch. Nothing no. happens. No, no, she is a bionic beast, strong like bull, strong like bull. And there's a lot more of her to come. So, and this was uh, Five Fingers of Death meets the Organizatia. 
So it gives you an idea just how awesome the organization is. And, and it's, five it's just death. like, so she could have just, she, I would have, because I'm a jerk, uh, I would have just sat back and let them just off each other <laughs> and, be done, and be done with it. And then, you know, mop up the rest. But <laughs> that, that does make things easier. Yeah. Uh-huh. Trying to eliminate the snitch. You know what? You got to keep the snitch. You know, that's that's where you get your intel from the street. You know, can't take the intel from the snitch and then whack him. And this is just still insane. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's just, uh, I think when people think about this story arc, this is still the image they think of. You know, yeah. and right, rightfully so. It's it's just breathtaking. It's it's phenomenal. Like back in the day, this complete image, like top to bottom of the dragon, would have been released in like a door poster. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I had one of those uh, uh, Spider-Man kind of cardboard standees with joints. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. And I hung them on the back of my door. Yep. You know, and I remember because at first Spidey was taller than me, and then eventually I grew, and you know, that was a big standee for back in the day. Oh yeah, they had they had like the pop rivets and all the joints. That's right. So you could you could move the arms and the, the legs, the hips, and the knees, elbows. Yeah, I've only see seen it for that Spider Man. Um, I used to see the well, I was. Big DC, so um, I used to see like the Batman and Superman ones all the time. But they started, making, they started making those like back in the '60s. Okay. And they they had them. They had like a photo ad at one in one issue, uh, basically showing Batman and Superman getting a little too close. Uh, Batman does not hug Superman. No, that doesn't. Batman happen. doesn't hug anybody. No. No, on a, on occasion, Talia or Catwoman, but you know, yeah. And then Damien happened. That's why. That's why. Yeah, and, and now, <laughs> now he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not getting me with that one. And this is from Legacy of Fury. So the campaign kind of shows you from most recent to, you know, first. So for those that have not picked up Legacy of Fury, you're going to want to do that. It's it's a great story and it's a it's really the jumping on point for Black Tiger. So mm -hmm. this is how you learn you learn how Jin gets to where she is. You can read you can read Hidden Dragon without this, and you'll be fine. But if you want to know how Jin got to where she is, this is the story that you need to read. Yeah. And the power to see your dad using mm -hmm. uh, is what she used in a. In a prior shown in between page from up top, how she got out of the how she got out of the vines. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to pay those things off. And that wasn't her best day. No. <laughs> Everyone has rough days. Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, overall, you know, just 
a lot of great content. I'm really happy with the with the process and with the people. And, you know, I think right now just the objective is just to keep producing, to keep uh, building out the IP. Mm-hmm. You know, even in, in spite of, even in spite of what's going on in the market, you know, still building out the IP and just uh, kind of keeping the train rolling. Uh, speaking of rolling, yes, sir. Uh, this Greg Horn piece, yes. How'd that work? So Greg, um, he's a great guy, by the way. I, oh yeah, I've met, I've met him a few times. Yeah, he is. I mean, if anyone's ever goes to shows, I mean, he is so personable. He's just such a good dude. Yeah, you know, just a big, just a humongous fan of his work. But you know, I you know I approached him as you know somebody looking to hire him, and this was this was this was back in the day, and um, he was kind of. Uh, in betweenish contracts, kind of sort of, mm-hmm. but he he took good care of me. He did all six covers for the uh, uh, Legacy of Fury issues. So if you yeah. pick up the graphic novel, you'll get all six of the Greycorn covers. And one of the things that uh, that's just being an old school comic guy. I mean, I love Greg's I would love Greg's covers. He would do a lot of um, you know kind of like awesome pose covers, whether it's for Emma Frost or She Hulk or whatever. Yeah. Um, Electra, but I always wanted the covers to be relevant to what was going on in the story. So I, you know, I gave him a heads up on what's going on in the stories. I gave him scripts and he just did a phenomenal job on making sure that each cover was representative of what was happening in that story. So I mean, working with him was, was an absolute delight. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I met him at a uh, Boston comic-con in, uh, like 2014. Mm, okay. And uh, I went up and you know, your hands. I'm like, I go, really big fan. I just love your art. And, uh, and I go, I, I wish. He goes, you can't decide, can you? I go, no, I can't. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I go, is is it anything extra to have you sign? He goes, no, it's my work. I sign everything. I'm like, awesome, awesome, exactly. And then he goes. I'll tell you what. I'll give you two for 30. And I'm like, deal. Done. So I got that awesome, scary as hell scarecrow cover that he did. Mm-hmm. Worms and everything coming out of the face. Yep. And another one he did was a uh, was a Neil Adams tribute with Hard Traveling Heroes, Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Uh, but he reversed it, so Green Arrow had the lantern ring and shot an arrow through Hell's bat- power battery, like on the cover. It was for the uh, Blackest Nights, uh, one of the covers for one of the Blackest Night trades. Well, you know what? Because, but that was an homage to a Green Arrow, Green Lantern comic that I actually had, because Green Arrow shoots an arrow into Hell's lantern. While Hal, Hal is trying to power it up. Yeah, it's like 116 or something, right? Yeah. That's good I, stuff. I, I had that when I was a kid. And I didn't realize, well, I was a kid, so it technically wasn't, there were, there were no, you know, except for like first appearances of like, you know, Spider-Man or Batman or Superman. There weren't any like key issues. Right, exactly. You know, 
because uh, this was just stuff that we still rolled up, put in our back pocket, and and swapped with friends when we went to the ball field, right? No, and, that's the uh, whole thing. And but I had that issue, and I distinctly remember it because it was like you know there was a floating eye going around the sky with the bad guy in it, and and then that happened on the cover and, yeah. and in the book, and I'm like, this is cool. And then I found out, you know. I paid like last year. I paid like fifteen dollars for it. Yeah, like in a half price sale. And I'm like, I just wanted it because I used to have the book. Exactly. You know what they what they say about us guys when we hit that downhill mark, shall we say? Um, we try to go back and buy our childhoods again. <laughs> and I mean, since I was four, when I was forty eight, I started doing that. Yeah, you know, I had a kid, and I'm like, oh, I miss stuff from when I was a kid. Yeah, and then I would I'd go into a shop, um, in Bellingham, Mass. That would have like awesome wall books that were always changing, like every week. And I would see books, like I would see obvious key books, like, uh, you know, from from X Men, right? Like that original Claremont story when they went up against the Hellfire Club for the first time. Mm -hmm. I might have bought like three or four issues that day. <laughs> and then I spotted an amazing Spider-Man book that I bought off the spinner rack. Uh, the villain was a, a one and done guy for the most part, uh, like the blue cyclone or something. Uh -huh. And it was a cool looking cover. And I had it when I was a kid. Uh, he wanted $25 for it. He goes, you know what? You spend money here. I'm going to give you like 30% off everything you buy today. And you can have that one for five bucks. That's awesome. Like, let's go. Let's go. Well, the funny thing is, I still have a lot of comics from when I was a kid, but but my comics are all so well worn that a lot of them I can't even, you know, it's like they're turning into parchment. You know what I mean? It's like there's there's no dollar value to the to my old comics because they're all well, well read. read. They're yes. all exceptionally well read. I have an exceptionally well-read issue 20 of Shazam from DC. Mm. I wish it wasn't well-read. <laughs> right? Because it's the first appearance of Black Adam in DC Comics. Oh, my gosh. And, well, that's, a, yeah. that's a funny thing. My wife was like, oh, you got these comics. They're worth so much money. I'm like, no, baby. The grade, the grade of these comics, they are not worth that much. In perfect condition, they would be worth that much. Yeah. Uh, currently, they're not. They're maybe worth a buck. Yeah. <laughs> a piece? No, altogether. <laughs> and of course, all our fears are that uh, when we check out of the hotel known as life, that our better halves are going to sell our collections for what we told them we paid for them. I know. Oh, that's going to be terrible. Well, at least we won't be here to see it. And Magna. Yeah. Uh, this is the full chronology. If you were to pick up all the all the graphic novels, this is the order that you would read them in. Flame 1 and 2 of Magna. Yep. Legacy of Fury. Uh, yeah. The Posse Fugitives, 
Black Tiger Volume One, and then of course now Volume Two. Yep, exactly. And then you would have a lot of comics to keep you preoccupied if you did that. Yes. That will keep you preoccupied. Now, I saw a lot of original art from Rod available. There's a lot available, and you know he a said lot sold. he said he said I'll put I'll put a lot up here, and because the thing is, he goes to auction with it. When he goes to auction with it, they sell for extremely high prices. Yeah. So they're there for folks that want to get original art before he goes to auction. Once. Once this campaign goes in demand, I'm taking all that down so we can go to auction with the rest of the pages, and he'll make a killing. Yeah, on those. Like you know. the page, this page right here, uh, the girl fight you could have for three hundred right now. Mm -hmm. A lot more at auction. A lot more at auction. A lot, a lot more at auction. And and for those that didn't go to New York Comic Con this weekend, uh. A page of art at New York Comic Con is going for probably, I would say, like around twelve hundred dollars because it's New York Comic Con. Yep. I mean, even even from indie guys, you're still going to be paying like six to nine hundred dollars. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is like hours and hours of, if not you know, in some cases weeks of, you know work and detailing that's right it's not easy no it is not easy folks this is the meta gulag yes yeah so as the four as the story unfolds i mean you have different contingents of folks you have the meta humans you have the police and they've been They've received some privatized funding so that they can have gear to go after the metahumans. And part of it is there is a metahuman gulag that's basically set up where, and you'll find out later on why that gulag is there, but they are collecting metahumans. And the five are furious. Yes, they are. They are fighting and they are furious. Uh, and this piece is Black Tiger Strikes. Mm -hmm. And the five triumphant. Mm -hmm. Another not good day for her. The five are tough. Well, and there, Anri, are there are five of them. There are five of them, and Henri finds out the same. Well, she might have had a little bit coming. Man, she's got a lot coming, but yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, she probably goes to the gym in a t-shirt that says, I know violence isn't the answer. I got it wrong on purpose. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, wait, that was my t-shirt. Never mind. <laughs> the dragon unleashed. Yes, sir. Oh, this is just sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the art is just, uh, just phenomenal. This one's titled One Way Out. Down the drain. Yep. Yeah. 
makes me think of that uh, amazing Spider-Man issue where he's trapped underneath uh, like all the steel girders in the sewer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. Lord McNamara. Oh, yeah. Nakamura. Yeah, now we're in getting some of the uh, uh, flashbacks to feudal Japan, learn more about the Black Tiger power and the dragon power. Yeah, I saw when I first saw this page, I was like, "Oh yeah," I'm like bringing me back to being like nine years old watching Shogun on TV, right? And having my mother scream at me to go to bed. Yeah. I all those up, all uh, those miniseries, all those TV miniseries were so late. Oh yeah. I actually have a. Uh, I picked it up for like a few dollars at like a flea market years ago. But it was like the making of Shogun. Mm. It was like really interesting, like a lot of the stuff that they had to do back then. Yeah, that show was like an instant classic. Richard Chamberlain. Yeah. And then you know when his 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 career died, uh when he became a Shakespearean Klingon in a Star Trek movie. <laughs> <laughs> You can't appreciate Shakespeare until you read him in the original Klingon. The what? What? <laughs> Into battle. This is a huge piece. Yeah, it is. There's so many characters on, on these pages that, you, you know, which explains why it's currently only $500 uh, at auction. Probably more like $1,500. I was about to say, that is going to go for a lot at auction. Yeah. And these are penciled and ink pages as well. So, yes. Burn. Another highly detailed future Japan page. Yes. This is, this is just awesome. There's so much detail because of the Shogun armor and the, and the way their buildings were built back then. Yeah. One of the things I really appreciate about Rod is he realizes uh, being independent you know, and especially kind of producing this way since people don't get the books on a periodic, like not on a monthly basis. I mean, it's like you really got to make each page jump. Yeah. You know, it's like every page literally has to be a masterpiece. People are waiting a long time to get this stuff. Got to make it worth their while. Yeah. And and just, just the look between the Shogun and the in the uh in the ninja in that bottom panel yeah the look of intensity that he got into their eyes is just phenomenal and you have to have a a, a goblin you know a goblin uh, warlock i know I play D&D. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a goblin warlock. They have the Stargate. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, come forth. These pages are awesome. By the way, if you're listening to this on podcast format, make sure you go over to either YouTube Odyssey, 
or rumble to see like the visuals were that we're looking at. Yeah. That John has looked at a million times, but still enjoys it. Oh man, I, I couldn't I couldn't look at it enough. I, I love these images so much. Just that close-up of the goblin's face in the middle is just sick. Yeah. Off it's of like Etrigan's bad. Right? <laughs> Especially when his head went flying off. Yeah. Goblin Warlord's last stand. Like the first few pages that are available are discounted at three. And as of right now, all the other pages we've been looking at that are so, so detailed. Like, like the detail work that George Perez would put into a page. Right. You know. Exactly. You know, none I mean, of these pages. Want, want none of these, yeah. None of these pages resemble the cover of, uh, of the snowbird issue from Alpha Flight. You know what? <laughs> so to John Burns, to John Burns' credit, that was like, that was really clever. Yeah. And he did he and he did it and he got and you get you get to get away with that one time. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was clever. That was a that was a fight in a blizzard. Okay, that's clever. Oh, you get, I, you get I that one time. Oh, yeah. I love Burns' work. Yeah. Oh, and let's not forget, rest in peace, Keith Giffen. Oh man, he just passed away. His work on—I mean, I didn't—I I was a big Justice League fan. Yeah. Well, so his his Justice League run was amazing. I still think of when uh, when Batman punched out Guy Gardner. Oh my God, that's like the pivotal mo moment in like like almost a hundred years of Justice League stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And you know with the stuff that they're supposedly doing now, which is all on hold, it might not happen at all because Warner Brothers is up for sale. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was kind of looking forward to Nathan Fillion playing Hal. This guy is he, no, I he's playing Yeah, he is playing, he is supposed to play Guy, but Everybody always wanted him playing Hal, and he actually voiced Hal in a couple of like the animated films. But yeah, he did, which was like really cool. But yeah, yes, yeah, one of my wife's favorite actors is Nathan Fillion. Uh, on a gag, I actually bought one of the Castle graphic novels. Oh, did you? <laughs> the uh, uh, one of them. It, it was a hardcover. It was like ten bucks. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, Summer Heat or whatever it was called uh, in the Castle TV show. I go, yeah. no way, really? That's cool. <laughs> I love that show. It was, oh, you like Castle? I go, no. I like the Lady Cop. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now we transition into the into the Amazon. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean just look at the detail. You know, you know, it's not just the characters, but it's the background, it's the Amazon, it's the ziggurat. It's yeah, he, he just 
he's just leveled up. He's always he. I mean, Rod is an amazing artist. He really just I mean, all in oh, yeah. on these pages. And the Ziggurat gives you that uh, gives you that like Lord of the Rings feel stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, basically, I look at this and I think they're going into the mines of Moria. There you go. <laughs> Very much has that feel because they do go underground. And here's the interior page mm -hmm. of Ziggurat. Yes. I'm just looking and going, oh man, all upstairs. I'll never get down those with my wheelchair intact. <laughs> yeah, just the perspective he gives on that going down those stairs. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's awesome, but don't want to fall down there. Mm -mm. And who would want to climb out? Oh, geez. Forget, <laughs> forget about it. In the depths of the cigarette. Mm -hmm. A little bit of flooding going on. That's right. Maybe be a little bit concerned. Well, you only have to be concerned until... Uh, as long as you can tread water while it rises all the way up to the top. There you go. This is just like amazing stuff. Yeah, I'm just so happy with how all this came out. A little uh, what's the coddle? Yeah, and, and out, out of nowhere, like this cylinder trap pops up. Yeah, gotta solve the riddle if you want to survive and do it quickly. Absolutely, it is, it is time sensitive, it is time sensitive. There's no pause button on real stuff. No. There you go. That's the last of the... Back in black. Yeah. I just love that pose. The black tiger right there. Yeah. Got the attitude, and that guy—that guy just wants none of it. Nor should he want any of it. Probably not. No. 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 I'll go out on a limb. He underestimated her. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a smidge. So that is the entirety of the campaign. There's a lot of good stuff on there for folks. If they want books, we got books. If you want original art, we got original art. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Now, do you have uh, you have any of the merch in the add-ons? You know, this campaign, I don't have any other merch, so I don't have any shirts or, you know, anything else. I mean, it's just like you said. I mean, it's just tighter economic times. Just trying yeah. to get just trying to get books into people's hands. You know, I've had other campaigns where I've had merch. I've had shirts and hats and 
you know, but but I'll tell you the the market a couple of years ago is totally different from what it is oh, today. Yeah. And I definitely didn't want to get stuck, you know, having to, you know, you know, print and you know distribute, you know, whole, you know, you know, merch and because all this stuff is it's kind of a volume play, you know. It's like the more you can get, the lower you can you can the more you can lower your costs, you know, yeah. and make it economic. It's something you only want to do when the when the funds are there. Absolutely. Hopefully the economy comes back after somebody's left the state. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what state? The state of confusion. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and that'll come back. But they, they can always go to your website and get other things through the website directly, right? Absolutely. You can go to beyondtimecomics.com. And that gives you connectivity to everything, you know, digital content, the physical books, you name it, you know, even what's going on in terms of, uh, you know, you know, YouTube. And it's all it's all there. All the connections are right there on the website. Go check it out. Uh, that'll be in the show notes uh, down below or up above, depending on where you're watching us and in the podcast those will be down the bottom uh if you like so much uh and you listen to the podcast please rate us you know five stars would be wonderful and it'll help more people to find the show and uh and check out what we're doing absolutely um also uh you can follow us over on on rumble and in odyssey as well gotta love those third-party uh platforms that don't give you a new set of rules every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, John, thanks so much for coming and hanging out and talking about the new campaign. Man, and, uh, I appreciate you, Will. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Make sure you go check this out and uh, grab yourself volume two of Black Tiger Hidden Dragon. That's right, folks.